Welcome to the Arrive Podcast, the U.S. Immigration Law Podcast for Canadians. I'm your host, Jeremy Richards, along with fellow U.S. immigration lawyer, Christine Jerusik. Today we're going to be discussing the TN visa degree requirements as they're laid out in the professions list under the USMCA, which was formerly the NAFTA Free Trade Agreement. And how to look at the professions list and determine whether or not you're qualified and try to explain that to, you know, to the best of our ability. So when you're looking at the NAFTA professions list, there are certain degrees and requirements that are laid out for each profession. Each Each one has right beside it, a list of information as to what it takes to qualify for that, that occupation. It could be a degree. It could be experience, could be a combination of a degree and experience, or it could be a license to practice that profession as well. And in general, there are four different types of uh, education that you're going to see under the professional list. One is a bachelor's degree. Another is a diploma. Then there's also a certificate. And then there's also a licenciature degree. And we're going to discuss what each one of those means under the USMCA. So the first one is a bachelor's degree. I think this one's, it, it, it seems like it's the easiest one, but there's some intricacies with a bachelor's degree because it depends on where you got that bachelor's degree. So if we're talking in general about a bachelor's degree under the USMCA, a bachelor's degree is a four-year degree that was earned in North America, a four-year North American degree. Typically, a four-year U.S. degree, four-year Canadian degree, a four-year Mexican degree is going to meet the requirement for a bachelor's degree. Uh, the bachelor's equivalent, typically, of a, of, a, of a bachelor's degree in Mexico is a licenciature degree. So, a problem arises when you don't have a degree from North America. Right. What do you do? Your degree's from India. Or Pakistan. Those are probably the two that we see the most. Why? Because they're three-year degrees oftentimes and not a four-year degree. And even, even Canada has a lot of programs that you can get a three-year bachelor degree in. So you have to be careful. You may not qualify. If you only have a three-year degree, you don't meet the requirement for a bachelor's degree for a TN in the U.S. And the issue comes when an individual wants to combine their experience and their education to say that they have a bachelor's degree. Or two different degrees even. A master's degree and a bachelor's degree, a three-year bachelor's degree may not equate to a bachelor's degree for the purpose of a TN. And unlike the H-1B visa, there under the H-1B visa, you can use a formula where you can combine your education and experience to equate to a bachelor's degree. You also can only rely solely on your experience and they do a three year to one calculation, three years of experience equates to one year of a degree program. And with 12 years of experience, you can say you have a bachelor's degree or you can combine, let's say a a two year diploma with six years of experience and say you have a bachelor's degree that works for an H1B visa, not for a TN visa. And we see this often where somebody will show up and they have an Indian diploma or a three-year Indian degree, and then they've combined them or added experience. And then they say, oh, I have this evaluation that says I have a bachelor's degree in computer science from the United States. No, you don't. 
You can't combine, not for a TM Well, visa. you may, but yeah, it's not going to qualify you for a TN, unfortunately. Well, you don't have a bachelor's degree. It's not a bachelor's degree. It's a combination of education and experience, right? So the requirement is a bachelor's degree, and that's a strict interpretation. There's no wiggle room for a TM visa. You cannot combine. That's what it means by bachelor's degree under the USMCA. A four-year degree that has to stand on its own as the equivalent of a U.S. four-year degree. And we've talked about this before, but it has to be in a related a related field. So if you're applying as a computer systems analyst, they want to see a computer science or related degree. You can't show up. And one of the degrees we see a lot, both in Canada and in India, is a commerce degree. A commerce right. degree, which is oftentimes equivalent to what is like they, a business management degree. Do they even offer degree. bachelors of commerce degrees in the United States? It, it's equivalent to a, like a business management degree. Okay. So that's a general degree. It doesn't have oftentimes, and you you can you can do a sub, you can do a minor in those degrees, and you can maybe do a minor in computer science or in accounting. But if you don't, and you just get the you know, the strict commerce degree, that's like a bachelor's of business administration in the U.S. That's not directly related. It's not a closely related field most of the time, and it's not going to qualify you. So you need to make sure that you have that four-year degree that on its face, it stands alone as the equivalent of a U.S. four-year degree in a closely related field. The next one, a diploma. And this one comes up often as well because you can get a diploma in any country of the world. They offer diplomas all over the place. And they offer diplomas for one year, two year, three year, all sorts of durations. When it says diploma under the USMCA, however, it is defined as a two-year diploma issued from the United States or Canada only. A two-year diploma from U.S. or Canada only. We see a lot of one-year diplomas that are from, again, India, Pakistan, these other countries. doesn't qualify. It has to be a two-year diploma issued from the United States or Canada only. And the other one that kind of piggybacks on that is a certificate. It has to be a two-year certificate. When it talks about certificate, a certificate is only from Mexico. So if you're showing up with a diploma or certificate and it's not from uh, the certificate's not from Mexico or the diploma's not from the US or Canada, then it doesn't qualify. Right. Those certificates that you get um, you know, in, in the United States and Canada, certificate courses for one year programs or even less sometimes. Yeah, like your Microsoft certifications. Yeah, certifications. They don't they, count. Yeah, they your IT certifications. They don't count as a certificate for the purposes of a TN. We see that often too, where somebody doesn't have a diploma or a certificate, but then they have all of these IT certifications. So the individual may be very well qualified for the profession in general, but... But just not meet the TN qualifications in order to get the, the status in the U.S. Yes, exactly. They You can't combine those. You can't use those industry-specific certifications. It has to be a certificate from Mexico. It has to be a two-year certificate from Mexico or a two-year diploma from the United States or Canada. 
And then another one that's that appears on the USMCA is the licenciatura degree. And that is specifically issued in Mexico. And that one's somewhat of a unique way that they, they issue these in Mexico. It can be seen as the equivalent of either a U.S. bachelor's or even sometimes a U.S. master's degree. And the unique thing about it is when it's issued, oftentimes they are also issued, a they, they take an additional exam that gives them a license as well. So they get a degree as well as a license to practice in that profession. And we see that one come up most commonly when people are applying for the psychologist profession under the USMCA. And the psychologist, the qualifications are very specific. It says that you need either a licenciatura degree or a state of provincial license. That's how you qualify. Why? Because that licenciatura degree in psychology comes along with a license to practice that profession. Um, so those are in general, those are the four types of education you're going to see listed on the USMCA. Now, when you get into it and you're looking at your profession, there are certain professions that I think are, they're pretty good examples of how, how to determine whether or not you qualify. One of them would be, uh, a computer systems analyst. And this is probably the one that we see more common than any other profession under the USMCA where people have questions as to whether or not they qualify. And that is because under a computer systems analyst, you can qualify three different ways. You yeah, it's a little confusing. That's That one's not as, straight, as straightforward as some of the other categories, for sure. So you can qualify with a bachelor's degree in, in computer science or related field. You can qualify with a certificate. Again, that certificate must be from Mexico with three years of experience. Or you can qualify with, with a, a diploma from U.S. or from Canada. US or, yeah, right from a school in U.S. or Canada. And three years of experience. So those three different ways you can qualify. Now, going back to what we discussed, when, you're, when you are looking to determine whether or not you qualify, if you have a diploma, again, outside of North America, it will not qualify you. If you have a, light, if you have a certificate and it's not issued from Mexico... It's not going to qualify you. And this is very frustrating for computer professionals because there, for all intents and purposes, there are many computer professionals out there that may have not obtained a formal education. They have years of experience. Maybe they self-taught. Maybe they took all of these industry-related certificates and Right, and, and courses. You, I mean, you got to keep in mind, too, when this thing was drafted, there wasn't a lot of computer professions out there. So... You know, there's a lot of IT people that are trying to fit into one category and the qualifications for their specific area of IT may not match up with what they're expecting for a systems analyst, but that's really the only way to get in on a TN. So, um, you know, it can be confusing um, and, and frustrating, but, you know, the, the best thing to do is just have an attorney take a look at your qualifications before you go to the border and make sure that you actually meet them um, and so you don't face a denial. And... Believe it or not, those CBP officers that are reviewing your credentials don't always make the right decision. I talked to a gentleman <laughs> actually this morning who said that he had a TNV as a computer systems analyst in the past. He's from India. I said, well, what are your qualifications? And he said, I have a three-year diploma and I have a one-year certificate. He said, yeah, I was able to get a uh, H-1B visa before and then I was also able to get a TN visa. 
unfortunately, his, his qualifications don't match what would qualify you for a computer systems? I must have talked to the same USMCA. guy yesterday because I had <laughs> we talked to him all the, the time. The same call with well, a, he's a gentleman who is has a three years bachelor degree in computer science, um, but he doesn't qualify for computer systems analyst, and yet he's been in the United States for fifteen years. Yeah, as you see, on a TN, um, and was ready to go back to the border to apply again, um, and. Or you know, they have gone back and they were it. refused and they don't understand why because they've been yeah. on a TN visa for years in the U.S. Well, yeah. unfortunately, sometimes they don't catch it. The officers may be not very experienced and they admit somebody. And then you go back and another officer who really knows the USMCA and qualifications will revoke your visa or deny you for a future visa. This individual is now looking for an e-visa. So he has another wow. path, but... Point my, is, my individual has to fire the lawyer that uh, advised him that he was qualified first before he could move forward to oh. apply as a management consultant, which he actually qualifies for. And not to mention this this law firm in Canada that deals with visas, or so they say, but we see this all the time, where they're advising people that they qualify and they don't, and they go and get refused. So very frustrating when you get bad legal advice. Um, and I've talked about this before, but the most common reasons we see people get denied for a TN visa is one, they just straight up don't qualify and they should have never qualified or never applied in the first place. And you can talk to us and typically within a five minute conversation, we can determine whether or not you qualify. The second is um, the paperwork was wrong, right? <laughs> you saw this, right? There's, you've seen this twice actually recently where the, the person was applying under Computer engineer, computer systems analyst, oh, yeah. both professions at once. Yeah. Their employer insisted that they were that was what they were going to call them in the support letter, computer systems analyst with the internal title of software engineer too. Two different professions. So this individual is highly qualified, but you, the, that's a for, paperwork for error. E they're highly qualified for either of those professions, but that's not a category under the TN. If you get a forgiving is. officer, they may admit you, but the ones I know will use that as a reason to turn you away no matter how qualified you are. Actually, so that, that gentleman's at the border right now <laughs> So as hopefully we speak. he gets through. <laughs> um, but that's the second reason. You have bad paperwork. And the third, and we see this just as often, is bad legal advice. And that's what we we're just talking about. People that should not be advising on these issues or they aren't even attorneys, right? Yeah, a lot of, a lot of Canadian firms hire what's called... Um, consultants, immigration consultants, and they're, they're licensed to practice. US they're licensed law. in Canada to, to advise on Canadian immigration law, but the U S doesn't immigration. have immigration consultants, um, that are qualified to advise you on U S immigration law. So you gotta be careful. Yeah. And it, so those are, those are three of the reasons we see these denied. They're bad, bad, bad advice is, is very common, unfortunately. So outside of computer systems analysts, we also deal a lot with management consultants. And this can mm -hmm. also be a problematic one to determine whether or not you qualify. And we're not going to get into the weeds on what is and what isn't a management consultant because that's an entire discussion for another day as to whether or not you're actually a management consultant. Everyone thinks they are one, but very few actually are. But the qualifications are similar to a computer systems analyst. You can qualify three different ways. One is you can have a bachelor's degree or you can have five years of experience as a management consultant, or you can have five years of experience in a specialty related to a consulting agreement. So this adds into an, another level of determining your, your 
qualifications under a TN visa, and that is experience. People like to present their experience on a resume or a CV. Res the problem with the resume or CV is that they're self-serving. You can put whatever you want yeah, on those documents. That's not probative evidence. Or their LinkedIn profile. Just tell them to look at my LinkedIn. Just tell them to look at my resume. Well, unfortunately, that's self-serving. Right. You can put whatever you want on that. So the only evidence that they're going to accept at, at a port of entry or the border, or even with USCIS, of your experience is what they call a former employer letter. So a letter drafted by a former employer, HR professional, manager, somebody who has direct, direct knowledge of your experience and attests to your experience. And a former employer in general would say, you know, John Doe worked for me as a computer systems analyst from 2010 to 2016 on a full-time basis and performed the following duties. Signed HR manager. That letter would be printed on letterhead and presented as evidence that you actually performed that job for that duration. Do they need an original of that letter? Or they can show up with a copy. Most border officers will take a copy. They're not as strict with with a, an original former employer letter. They love to have them though. Mm -hmm. So, in in most scenarios, we say show up with an original. Yeah, if you can get the original, get the original. If not, and you're in a bind for time. I've seen most of the time they're going to accept a copy of that. So when you're determining whether or not you qualify for a management consultant, they, it can become problematic because of that. A lot of management consultants or people that call themselves management consultants rely strictly on that experience. So you need to make sure that you're presenting that experience properly in order for the border to accept it. And one last profession that we see people have issues with on a regular basis is a hotel manager. That's because that's the only profession in the list that actually specifies which degree, what, what your um, concentration of your degree needs to be in. And that's another combo one, right? You can have a degree in a hotel or restaurant management, a bachelor's degree, or you can also have a certificate or diploma plus three years experience. But it has to be specifically it in cannot be closely related. hotel management, right? And the other, all other professions say you could be closely related except for that one, yeah. hotel manager. It has to be in hotel management. We've actually seen, I've seen, I've talked to at least two or three individuals that have been denied uh, recently because of that. Because they, one of them, they hired, again, they hired the wrong law firm. They would have been able to identify this individual. He was a he was a Mexican citizen, actually. They would have been able to identify really quickly that he didn't qualify. They sent me the denial from U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services, and I read over it. And it said, oh, you're trying to qualify based on your experience and your certificates in the field. Eh, wrong answer. That's an easy denial. He didn't, he didn't have a degree specific to hotel or restaurant management. He was trying to combine education and experience and certificates that doesn't work for a tn visa and any attorney that knows what they're talking about when it comes to usmca professions will be able to identify that quickly and they they could have saved themselves a lot of time and money by doing it properly in the first place the last the last thing that the last thing um that we need to discuss there is um what do you present at the border when you do this as as proof of your education or your experience and 
when you're going to present this application at a port of entry, they require that you bring your originals. So in, in this, this is whether or not you're applying for the first time or the 50th time. You have to go every time with your bachelor's degree, your master's degree, your diploma, your certificate, and you need to bring the original. Right. And even if it's in the frame, you got one of those sealed, uh, beautiful diplomas in a big, huge frame, just bring the whole frame with you. That, that won't be the first time the officer's seen somebody See walk in there the with, with the big, huge You're sitting there at the, frame. when we used to go, you'd, you'd be sitting there in the waiting room and you see someone walking in with their frame diploma. Like, yep, that person's applying for a TN visa. Yep. You know exactly what they're doing. Um, so originals and that they want to verify the authenticity of the document. Also, a lot of degrees, diplomas don't say on them what the specialty is. So they want to see the original plus the transcripts because the transcripts are able to then look at your courses. That's how they're going to make a closely related right, argument. Yeah, they, they don't really have any other way to verify whether your degree is closely related until they can see the course courses that you took in so, that in that area. So it, it could say it's an accounting degree, but it also could be one of those commerce degrees we're talking about. But in that commerce degree, maybe you, did, you had over 50% of your coursework that was in accounting and then it would qualify you. So, but they can't make that determination without your transcripts. And then the other one we discussed was those former employer letters. If you're going to rely on experience, you need proof of it outside of a resume or a LinkedIn profile or whatever uh, you're presenting. It has to be through a former employer letter. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of the Arrive podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Give us a five-star rating and join us next time as we continue to discuss U.S. immigration law topics. Thank you for listening and have a great day.